Welcome to Empower Your Oils, episode 115. And today in the Trust Your Vibes Essential Oil Oracle Reading Series, we're going to talk about sex oils and spicy bliss. Woohoo! Empower Your Oils. It's essentially magic. A podcast bringing play and magic together with a saucy twist. Hosted by Gina Garris and Janet Bergen, this podcast will empower you to bring more play into your life, encourage you to experiment, and think outside the box to awaken the magic and bring your essential oil use to a whole new level. Oh, and we'll also be serving up some seriously delicious libations each episode. This podcast is powered by the use of Deuterra essential oils. Please empower yourself with your own research and knowledge. For more detailed information on how to properly use Tutera essential oils, visit empoweryouroils.com. Before we start today, we just wanted to remind you that we're talking about adult subjects with adult language, and if you have any little ears around to use your headphones, thanks. Hey everybody, this is Janet and Gina, and we're all excited to have you here today because Gina is going to be telling us all about sex oils and spicy bliss so it's really fun <laughs> yay hey there really we're just going to talk about the basics of the reading which we talked a little bit last week but we're going to go in depth so today we're going to talk about something that i call intercourse i-n-n-e-r so there's a little philosophy that i have to break out this idea of how to get to have hot sex, which is spicy bliss, the first stage that you need to do and think about and talk about and have a lot of curiosity about is something I call intercourse, which is basically this idea of know thyself or permission to own your own sexual expression. Oh, cake. So another thing that I often will refer to is this idea that we are all cake and everything outside of us is frosting. And so we can't look for happiness in another car, another man, another job, another vacation. Everything we need is within us. And that takes a lot of just like owning who you are and knowing who you are. So when it comes to sex and sexuality, it's really the same thing. Like, you are, you are wholly responsible for your own pleasure and you've got to know your instrument. So your body's your instrument. So you've got to know like what turns you on and what turns you off. And even though it can be delightful to share that with another person, you are fully responsible for that. And that is what to me intercourse is all about. We have a couple supporting oils that I love to work with when we're working on intercourse. One is frankincense. And frankincense is the oil of truth. It's like the Mac Daddy of oils. What I love about working with frankincense is that it helps with something I call your emotional STDs, which is shame, trauma, and drama. Emotional STD, shame, trauma, and drama. And frankincense helps with shame because as we own our truths, our true desires, sometimes there can be shame wrapped around that. And so... I love to work with frankincense to um, help people connect themselves to their own pleasure. So how would you actually use it? 
Yeah, great question. Frankincense is all three. You can ingest it, you can smell it, and you can also put it on your body. So there's really, there's no specific way that I would say um, to use it, except that you can, um, I guess it depends on what you're looking at, Janet. So if you're looking at working with some owning your desires, and maybe there's a little shame there, I would probably put it on my heart and maybe even my inner thighs to help with a um, authentic uh, sexual expression. You can do this with lavender also, and uh, frankincense is a great way. But diffusing frankincense is really nice. I know some people are like, oh my gosh, it's, it's kind of expensive. And then I always <laughs> say, well, get it in December because December you can almost always get it for free. Yeah, I like I like frankincense and lavender when it's when you're exploring your fantasies and exploring your needs and your desires and your um, wishes. So really, what you're doing is really figuring out what you do desire. Like sometimes I don't know exactly. For sure, I think that's true. If it's true in your sex life, it's also true in your life. Otherwise, and um, and maybe be true in your business. So <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I think a lot comes down to our, what I call our BS, which is our belief system. You might've heard us talk about that before, but oftentimes we, we project our own BS on other people. And then we also feel this perceived projection or maybe even like this real projection. So people are like, well, no, you have to be like this, or you should do this, or, well, no, you need to do it this way because that's the way that they think. So part of intercourse to me is such a deep dive into who are you? What turns you on? What turns you off? What gets you going? What shuts you down? What are you willing to try? What are, what is it? What is a deal breaker? What is a no go zone for you? And really just owning what your um, authenticity is with regard to your sexual expression. Okay, cool. Um, so we got to work through what's ours and what's not ours. Like, what our beliefs are and what we've taken on from other people. Yeah. So here's a good example. If you were raised in a really conservative family, so maybe the church believes that you should not have sex before marriage or that um, self-pleasure or touching yourself is going to make you go to hell or something, or say your parents are conservative and that you actually never really had a sex talk. You were never really talked to about stuff and it, you never heard about sex. You never heard your parents having sex. Like those kinds of things form our belief system. So part of intercourse, in my opinion, is teasing out or unpacking this idea of like, what is my belief? Like, what do I believe? You know, maybe I was raised that it's not okay to be homosexual and though I have all of these homosexual friends and I love them dearly. So of course I don't feel judgment against them yet. Maybe my parents still do. So do you still believe it's wrong, believe it's wrong to be in a homosexual relationship or have you moved past that and made your own beliefs that it's actually okay and in your belief system? So it's being really, really curious about what do you believe and where did it come from and is it yours? So is this society's belief? Because this society that we live in is not really sex positive. It's very repressive and suppressive. And we're not celebrated in our sexual expression. And oftentimes we turn down uh, our desires. We turn down our wants. We turn down what we think is okay. 
and there's a lot of judgment going on also about other people's sexual expressions. And that's when we project our, uh, our BS on people. So yeah, it's taken a deep, deep dive into what do you believe and why, and is it really yours? And, and do you want to believe that? Like, is it time for you to evolve or do you, you know, so here's an interesting example. Do you actually feel like maybe monogamy isn't your way, but you don't know any way, other way? You've never experienced another way. You've never been in a non, um, an ethically non-monogamous relationship or um, known anyone who was polyamorous or anything kind of like that. It's a little bit more radical. And that's, that's, a, that's an interesting place to just be curious about. True. I was raised in a house where the only sex education I got was just don't do it. Yeah. I didn't even know what that was. It's very common. <laughs> I had no idea what I was not supposed to do. Yep. It's probably good because the minute they told me not to do it, that would have been the first thing I would have done. Right. <laughs> and it happens oh so often. So I understand that. And I understand that, you know, a lot of the beliefs of that, you know, you don't self-pleasure, you don't do any of that is not what I believe, but you still, every once in a while it pops in. Right. Or there's guilt or you still feel, you still feel shame sometimes if you were, if you were raised, you don't do this or this is wrong or this is bad. Um, yeah. So it's just working through all of that and getting to know yourself. Another good oil that helps with that is lemon. So lemon's another top 10 favorite oil and you may not think of that as a, like, fun, sensual, like, lemon doesn't really get me in the mood. <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm clean and Right, let's clean. <laughs> is my mom here with the pledge? <laughs> um, what's really cool is that lemon is, uh, I always say, why is it so easy for me to create joy in bed with lemon? But lemon is this cool, simultaneous magic maker. It helps you release self-judgment and it also creates courage all at the same time emotionally. So it's really fun to diffuse. And if you like what Janet and I were just talking about, like, well, lemon doesn't really turn me on. <laughs> uh, like you can mix it with something that is more of a libido enhancing oil, like, you know, like cinnamon and, and our on guard, doTERRA's on guard has cinnamon and clove in it. So cinnamon, clove and lemon is kind of a fun one even add a drop of Frankie if you're working on expressing your fantasies without shame. So those are fun things to, to do. The other thing that's really interesting about lemon is it helps you be present. It's the oil of focus. And in all of my work, I've always found that what most people are desiring is, is not really hot sex. It's connection. It's connection and being seen. And so oil of lemon, the oil of focus, is really fantastic for that because it really helps you be present to pleasure. And I always just say, you know, put on lemon and put your damn phone down. <laughs> put your phone away and like be with the person who's right in front of you. Yeah. How much do we need that today? Right. Exactly. It makes me crazy when I see people out, people out having dinner and every one of them is just sitting there looking at their phone. Totally. It's, it's an interesting thing. And it's an interesting space that so many people are starved for affection and they're starved for connection and it's such an interesting like everyone has such an easy way to connect with instant messaging and texting and Facebook and 
Snapchat and Marco Polo and Instagram and all of the things like everyone is connected per se and people are so depleted for human connection. It's like you're connected and disconnected all at the same totally, time. Totally, totally. And that's kind of what next week is all about, Outer Course. So we have three things that we're going to talk about this month. The three parts of the reading is Inner Course, um, I-N-N-E-R, where we go inside to like heal from the inside out and then also know our body, get to know your bodies in a whole different way. And then next week we'll talk about Outer Course. And the last week is intercourse. One thing to say about oils and sex, just a couple of hot tips, is to make sure that you remember that sexuality is a tender subject. So if you're experiencing any discomfort or upset or unwanted emotions, to just allow it to be present, inquire deep within, be curious, and then please reach out for support. Healing from any sexual emotional STDs, which is shame, trauma, and drama is one way to heal is to just be witnessed and to be heard in your experience of that. So reach out for support. Also hot tip, essential oils and condoms do not mix. So please do not put your essential oils in your lubes if you are using condoms because it will break down the integrity of the condom. So I want you to know that. And know your partners and know where your oils go. So get tested and get get, get tested often. And then um, another thing, essential oils and, and sex toys don't mix either. So don't clean your toys with oils. Even though essential oils are so badass at cleaning, you don't want it to break down. So if you have a metal toy, a stone toy, or a glass toy, that's totally acceptable. And then the only other thing is if you're playing with oils, and you're not into massive sensation play and something gets a little too spicy or a little too cooling, you always wanna add coconut oil or another form of oil to dissipate the sensation instead of adding water or trying to wash it off because that'll make it worse. So if you are experimenting and being curious with your oils without really getting educated on which ones to put where, um, one rule of thumb is dilute, 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 dilute. And if it's too sensation intense to add more straight carrier oil, like a coconut oil. Okay, cool. So we'll see you next week for Outer Course. And if you're interested in this more deep dive into this, get a hold of Gina Bliss Coast on Facebook. Yep. And Instagram. Yep. I think, no, I think Instagram, I'm gg.ginagaris. Or you can always go to blisscoach.com, B-L-I-S-S, coach, blisscoach.com. Because Genus is fabulous at talking about sex and all the things around it and helping you with your shame, trauma, and drama. I thought you were talking about a new, new email. Genus fabulous at, <laughs> I was like, shit, I don't know that email. Genus fabulous at It's the one that comes to com. me and then I answer for you. Well, words of affirmation. I just got all happy. Well, good. Yeah. So we'll talk to you next week. See you next week. Cheers. Bye. Fill your life with pleasure. Please visit empoweryouroils.com for information on purchasing Dutera essential oils to receive fun free downloads and even a variety of not so free products. 
If you love this podcast and you look forward to hearing more from us and possibly receiving more free goodies, please, please sign up for our smell mail. Hint, hint. That means sign up for our email list. We are not doctors, scientists, rocket scientists, or even bartenders. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Please use wisdom and consider all safety information from a competent reference book regarding essential oil use. There are some oils that should never be taken internally, and alcohol doesn't change that. Some oils should not be applied directly to the skin without a carrier oil. Ensure the oils you are using are of the highest standards of quality. Essential oils can be much more potent than herbs, so a little goes a long way. Use caution when using essential oils for babies and children, as they have highly sensitive skin and require less oil. If you are pregnant or nursing, consult a licensed healthcare professional before applying essential oils. As always, drink responsibly and don't drive. If you happen to drink too much, try the hair of the dog or a shot of water with two drops of ginger, one drop each of lavender and lemon. Ciao.